Good morning, kind folks. It's your KVMR morning news update for Friday, June 3rd. I'm Steve Baker. Gay Pride is now on display in Nevada City. More on that later, but first, it's regional weather. Nevada City, Grass Valley today, mostly sunny, high near 76. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low 54. Saturday, mostly cloudy and a high of 69, 20% chance of showers. Saturday night, showers likely, mainly after 11 p.m. Sunday, showers with possible thunderstorms, high 67. Sacramento today, mostly sunny, high 84. Tonight, low 58. Saturday, 80 and mostly cloudy. Saturday night, a 50% chance of showers. Sunday, showers likely. Truckee Tahoe today, increasing clouds and a high of 67. Tonight, low 41. Saturday, 61 and mostly cloudy. Sunday, showers likely. Placerville, today, a mix of clouds and sun and a cloudy afternoon, high 77. Angels Camp today, sunshine and clouds in the morning. More clouds later on in the day, high 82. Well, this from the Union Newspaper of Grass Valley. The declaration of June as LGBTQ plus Pride Month in Nevada City was celebrated Tuesday evening with speeches from city officials and a crowd of people gathered to watch the pride flag raised above City Hall. It's also about celebration. It's also about celebrating who we are and who we love, celebrating our individual journeys of becoming and also our collective journey as a people, Councilwoman Daniela Fernandez said to the crowd Tuesday evening. Let it be known that June from here on out will forever be known as LGBTQ plus Pride Month in Nevada City. Her words brought cheers from the crowd. Following the raising of the flag, the group participated in changing the banners hung along downtown streets from U.S. flags to gay pride flags. The decision to change the banners along with the declaration was also made by the city council. The banners were provided by a private donor. Not everyone agrees. On Wednesday, the majority of the calls fielded at the Nevada City Chamber of Commerce office were to complain about the gay pride flags, according to Chamber Executive Director Stuart Baker. People see the politics. People think that it's polarizing, Baker says, who also says he told callers that the decision was made through the local democratic process. And the Sierra Nevada Memorial Hospital Foundation Board of Directors has named Sandra Barrington as the foundation's new executive director. She'll succeed Kimberly Parker, who, after 22 years of service, has decided to depart effective July 1st. Barrington has been with the SNMH Foundation for 15 years, steadily rising through its ranks. After a national search led by Board President Jake Bronson, the board says it was overwhelmed by Barrington's demonstrated expertise in communications, fundraising, partnership building, and management. Well, the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention on Thursday placed more than a dozen California counties into the high community level for COVID-19 danger, including the entire four-county region of Sacramento, El Dorado, Placer, and Yolo counties, as well as several Bay Area counties. That means federal health officials are calling for people in those counties to mask up in public indoor settings. The move into the high classification for Sacramento County also automatically triggers a return to an indoor mask requirement at Sacramento City Unified School District. Thirteen California counties were placed in the high level, the four in the Sacramento area, as well as Del Norte, Marin, Mendocino, Monterey, Napa, San Benito, Santa Clara, Solano, and Sonoma counties. Alameda County health officials on Thursday announcing a new indoor mask mandate that takes effect today, Friday. 
Alameda was not among the counties moved into the CDC's high level Thursday, staying in medium, but it was near the data thresholds for the high level based on recent hospitalizations. It is not clear yet whether any other health offices in the Bay Area or Sacramento area are planning to join Alameda County in returning to a countywide mask order. Vice President Kamala Harris's decade-long journey for justice on behalf of Corinthian College's students will soon come to a close as the Biden administration promises to relieve borrowers of their remaining federal student loans, according to the Sacramento Bee. Harris investigated and sued the for-profit university conglomerate when she was California's attorney general. Her 2013 lawsuit forced Corinthian to close its schools and kick-started probes that led to the U.S. Department of Education to cancel about $5.8 billion in loan debt for 560,000 borrowers. Harris investigated Corinthian over their recruitment methods. She says the company and its subsidiaries, such as Heald College, Everest College, and Wyotech, for predatory advertising practices that lured vulnerable students with inaccurate information about job placement rates, programs, and transfer credits. They targeted people who they assumed wouldn't fight back. They targeted people who they assumed no one would be there to fight for. And they were wrong, Harris says. A California judge agreed with Harris in 2016, ruling that the company inflated its job placement record and falsely advertised students' abilities to transfer credits, among other things. To the judge ruled that the then-defunct company pay more than $1 billion in restitution and penalties. Even though it was a victory and all of that happened, it still didn't provide financial relief to the students who had already been impacted, Harris says. And this from our community events listings on our website, kvmr.org. The first Friday Art Walk is back as of tonight, says the Nevada City Chamber of Commerce. This year, over 20 downtown Nevada City businesses will stay open late and host an artist in their space. Uh, many businesses will have the artists on site, so attendees can meet the makers and mingle in open house-style receptions. The First Friday Art Walks run the first Friday of each month from June through September, with the event kicking off tonight, Friday, from 5 to 9 p.m. In addition to the festivities happening inside businesses, there will be live music and performances on the streets, live art demos, and curated arts vendors. More info at kvmr.org under Community Events. Birthdays today include singer Ian Hunter of Mata Hoople, 83, and Mike Gordon of Fish is now 57. Stay tuned for more fun, frolic, and fabulous music with your host, Jerry Ann Van Dyke.